You're listening to Green Possible, where being free makes being green possible. I'm your host, I, and the show starts in. Hey, Diane. Hi, I. How are you today? Pretty good. So, how did the homework go? The Python homework? I really got a lot out of it this week. It was、um, a, a, rev- a review of sorts, but、uh, I had not quite done something like this before with a loop of the while loop and trying to do those things. And so it was a lot of fun. Did, so, you, in our group chat, you mentioned F Dream. And I started using F3. I, I don't think I'll ever go back. <laughs> to、oh. the, you know, unless it's something simple. Right. I think that it, they have been developing all of the prior methods of formatting strings.、Um, were, you know, every step along the way was getting it better, getting it closer to easier. You know? And I think F strings is. Amazing. I love them. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the slice bread. <laughs> really, it is. It's it, so it's nice. Compared to what I had, like,、uh, remember in class I was confused with when to use if and when to use try and accept? Right, right. And it was because the.、Um, In the old way, when it wasn't this, as easy as Python makes it, it, it's like you have to do your own check. There's no catch the error kind、right. of thing. And, and this time, the catching error, it's making more sense to me because when you do something that Python's not happy about, it'll kick out an error. And, and I decided that, oh, Maybe that's the way I should use it. So, when things are not、um, system error, like you, I'm asking for an integer, but you gave me a string, that kind of error.、Mm-hmm. If it's not, then we're using manual checking, which then is the if. That's when we use if. So, t h i s this homework, you'll see that my, my homework this time is much longer, just so I can. Make sure I have one example、mm-hmm. of what to do <laughs> in the future. <laughs> but so,、um, but we're both newbie and we're newbies in Linux and, and, Pyth- and Python. Yes. And, and, and so, I'm so excited. <laughs> it's amazing. It, it, I, for learning either one or both. It's like I keep telling people that it, it's a great tool to prevent、uh, Alzheimer's and stuff because、yeah. you have to use your brain and your hand. <laughs> and from my perspective, I, I was retired for some years before I got started with this and looking at trying to do things that would keep my brain active. I had a very.、Um, uh, Complicated a job that I had to use my brain a lot in the work that I did. In my Which is、work. also on computer. Right. It was computer、um, numbers, data, really data intensive work. So, do you, do you have to、um, 
so I'm assuming that you you deal with Excel sheets all the time, and it's there's some programming in there that I never figure out other than simple formula like sum or plus or minus or you know it's, simple. It's got a lot of capability. It's got a lot of built-in formulas or functions they call I think they called it functions. I've been in LibreOffice now LibreCalc. LibreOffice Calc for a while, and it's amazing how my mind has shifted to uh, to thinking in terms of how they put it together versus how Excel put it together. <laughs> well, I don't know. I I don't know. I mean, like you know, I basically use it like a calculator more or less right. and for data. Um, right. But that it, what you the special things that that a pro user would know is very similar to programming. When you say there were things because like I used actually it was I maintained and helped develop um, Excel built in macros. It's just a way to a, a technology in there to do it. But actually we gathered all the information and then processed the billing and then brought all the information to confirm invoices and then brought all the information to pass it off to the accounting department. So, and that was oh. all done in Excel. Wow. And so I, you have loops, you have, because I had a number of customers. And so I wanted to do this same thing for every customer to produce their invoice. I produced a consolidated invoice that showed their utility, their costs, their gas costs, their, you know, the shipping portion, the, if they had import tax, if all of it, and it put it all into one invoice for them. So. Yeah, it was very complex, and the pipelines are always changing. No programs remain the same. You've always got different ones updating at different times. So, yeah. So, so go ahead. Not much that really related to the kind of programming stuff we're doing now. Just really, well, it wasn't, yeah. But you, you, is. So, but that means you have a logical brain, and that's what a programmer needs to have. I think that's that's pretty. Yeah, <laughs> you don't have to have the math. I am I am strong in math. I am strong in data. I probably could do something with my Python learning, like that is um, data mining or you know, kind of the high intense data stuff, I probably have enough background to be able to do that once I got trained in the Python realm in that. But I'm not sure that's exactly what I want to do, but we'll see how it goes. But... Oh, I definitely, I am going, I'm just not a very uh, ambitious person. And so I just wanted to get to a point where I can build something for my own just so I can right. use it. Right. And because now my, I feel like my, all my uh, datas are everywhere where I would like to have them together. <laughs> yeah. I'm, 
I'm so excited. Different files. Okay, like God, can I put it together and and just yeah, I can do search or report, so I don't have to, right? You know, and so, but so the point, I guess, the reason why I brought that up is more to say that um, you're not really afraid of computer, right? I mean, I mean, no. I would have, yeah, I would have taken, like, I was always a go-to person, no matter where, from the early, earliest days in computer, I seemed to take to it quite easily, even though I'd never used it before I hit, when I came across it in my work, work world, because computers weren't that old. (laughs) Yeah, I know. And I I had a younger brother that used computers to do gaming at home, but that, that really wasn't my thing. Yeah. And, um, but I really, uh, if I learned how to do something, I was, seemed like very shortly I was helping others to do the same thing or how to say, well, have you thought about trying this, you know, and maybe this would help you in your circumstance. It sure helped me. So I would just, I loved helping out people. I have a lot of little, little notes from people through all the years saying, Oh, thank you so much for helping me. (laughs) So I know that that's part of, and I, and my strength in, in the computer world always helped to be able to help people. So it it, so it wasn't hard for you to consider switching over to Linux. It wasn't hard. I mean, it was, it's been a challenge to learn it. I mean, I've been working. I still feel like I kind of have a lot, a lot to learn on the Linux side. Which, which is true. But right. so I, when you, how do I say this? So when you uh, are, all your computer are still on other platforms, um, what, what? I guess what made you switch, I guess. I think I began seeing, even before I heard Jeffrey Peterson audio his talks that he would do in the evenings, that's how I got introduced to Linux. I don't remember hearing Linux before that. I had been initially a Macintosh computer person, then I switched to um, were um, Windows for a lot of years at my job. And then when I came home, I had just switched back to um, Microsoft, to, to Macintosh. Yeah. And then I started seeing all of this things that were happening around us. And it was like, this is the the people trying to say, I can tell you what you need to hear or what you need to, I have to filter what you can see, which as far as politically, politically or any, uh, through any of these things. And I just began to not be trusting what was happening. And then when I heard Jeffrey Peterson start talking about, hey, we've got 
all kinds of stuff going on here, surveillance and things. And we don't really know because it's, they've closed off their programming so that nobody can see what's inside of it. Yeah. And And what we, what, what I think, um, especially, especially, uh, Americans, you would we are wise enough to make our own decision you know i i we, all we ask is is give us com- like holistic picture like yes, what's out yes. there and and let us choose i remember in high school being taught about government and we had some people that were very active or, or knowledgeable, maybe their parents were knowledgeable in politics and they had political discussions at home. My family had the idea that the only two things, if you want to have a good relationship with people in your life, you don't talk about politics and you don't talk about religion. <laughs> and so we never talked about it at home. But I heard it at school and I liked hearing both sides of the, both opinions, you know, in class. Because there, have... there's a point on, on any side, you know, there's, right, right. understand where people come from. And that's the, that's, and, that's the, the point of talking and learning from people. And I liked hearing that back and forth. I didn't ever expect that we were all going to have to agree 100%. So mm-hmm. when things started shifting really in January 2021 I started saying something's not right I and where I could where I could see I think this business or like Twitter shutting down my president that's what I felt like was happening um or I wanted to hear what he had to say and they were saying it's you're shut off and I didn't like that. So whether I whether you agree with them or not, it's your choice to listen to somebody. I mean, I don't want the other side, it, you know, either side shut off. <laughs> right, and, right. And so that began, I began taking some steps through those six months, eight months of time. So, but that was when you, when you start noticing, it was, it sounds like, by intuition, you're starting to feel like there's something going on, mm-hmm. right? Because you haven't heard right. Jeff yet. Okay. Right. I had not heard Jeff yet, but um, things just were not lining up. <laughs> things, even the things that we were being told from the government, I was beginning to say, I've always trusted my government, trusted the organizations in the government like of course you can trust them right (laughs) but then I began to see some contradictions that didn't make sense to me contradictions in what I could actually research and find out for myself versus what they were saying um uh contradictions yeah so that was where I kind of was at had pretty much been on a negative like I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. I, I'm I'm pulling back from this. <laughs> and by August, I was feeling rather dark. Like 
where is the upside? Where is the pot? What can I do? Yeah. I've tried. I have in my circumstance that my two senators, when I would write to them or contact them, all they would do is argue with me and tell me why I was wrong. They weren't listening to me saying, you are one of the people I am representing. Even if I might not agree with you, I really want to take into consideration what you're saying because I'm your representative in the Senate. (laughs) But that was not the feeling I got. I got the feeling that it doesn't matter what you say. So um, that felt kind of dark. And that I wonder why that is. I think politicians everywhere, um, for some reason, they forgot they're also citizens of the country. Yeah, <laughs> I know. And, and it's it's weird because yeah. no one person can know what's best for another person. Right. And, and decide for you. You know, I even think... with your children, you can't really do that 100%. Right. That's not right. Yeah. Somebody else shouldn't be telling me how I need to raise my kids. I mean, that. And if, some, I mean, <laughs> if something horrible happened after that, then then we <laughs> have to take responsibility for what we choose or exactly. what we do. Exactly. Yeah, so. And I think I think part of what we've done, we've let we've kind of said we trust them so much. We got into a we just trust them and it's so confusing in some ways that I'll just let them take care of it and then I'll just live my life here. And we didn't realize they were saying, oh, one day they came along and had a thought. I don't know when it was, but they had the thought that, well, we shouldn't have to be under the same benefit system that the rest of the people are. So they have their own benefits. They don't have our own, our social security. They don't have our medical that they're under. So their life is really, they've taken them themselves as politicians out of I did not know that yeah yeah no they they and they get pension for life if you've served they get uh, when did did we why did we do this there are so many things that don't make sense to me but we let it happen (laughs) yeah I think it's too it's it's for me I mean my my brain is too little too small for it's too complicated. It's, it's the it makes you give up, right? And and yet I probably huh? It's been less than ten years that I have had any interest in anything political. <laughs> I just I just let I, it I'm go. Never, I said I don't never. I don't even want to think about it. I don't. Yeah, I, I'm never interested it. in political stuff until. Now and now I see it from a perspective that we can't we can't just let let it go that way or we will have a bad result. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so so that's when you uh when you start hearing things from Jeff um Tell tell me how that went. That like, was amazing. My sister sent me a text saying, somebody sent this to me, this 
Jeffrey Peterson's talking about this kind of stuff. And she said, I think you might want to hear it. And so he was on. And so I turned on the, the telegram channel where he was talking and just listened. And it was for many nights, probably for a month, he had something every weeknight at least for about an hour or a little more and just giving background, giving understanding with his technology background, understanding the whole technology realm was so helpful to hear what so was he, going on. So he was providing a solution for you too, right? Right, providing information, providing some... Um, uh, uh, he wasn't really saying this is what I think you need to do or this is how you need to think. He was saying, these are some of my questions. What's what's going on? What are in those updates that we're having to do? Why, why wouldn't we be looking at something like free and open source software, FOSS, which was what he was introducing? I'd never heard about it. All I heard about was well, now we've come to the place where you have to be on a subscription for this software. Yeah, that and bothered we'll just, me a lot. Every year. I mean, I look back and $800 later, eight years, about 100, 100 bucks plus a year for Microsoft Office. And it didn't change in any good way from my perspective. I wouldn't have said I was looking for an update, but you just keep paying more and more yeah the, um, that's the same issue i have mm -hmm. with the graphic software that it, it's like i you know i have i'm retired too i can't afford that but i would like my tools to keep yeah, going you know right, right. and my computer is so old unless i unless i upgrade my computer i cannot use even if i pay the subscription i still can't use it <laughs> exactly. And I was getting to that point and saying, gosh, every time we turn around, they've updated to the place that you can't even use what what you had before. I had three computers, three laptops in the closet. And when he started talking about this is the best way to try it is just pull out an old laptop out of the closet and try it. And I thought, well, I can do that. I've got those. <laughs> So um, I began, it really began making sense to me, put a lot of things into perspective that I was just had a lot of questions, but then it felt like I was getting answers. And, and not only that, but having something positive to do, like if you change to Linux from Windows and Macintosh, you are taking your money away from them. If they're not doing, they weren't, they aren't doing what I want them to be doing. So why should I keep putting money in their pockets? So I'm doing that, but I'm preparing myself and getting a, being able to make a positive contribution. Learning well, I, how... I, yeah, I'm not that I don't I didn't think that far. I just like to keep <laughs> money in my pocket. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, gotta think further. It was when you know, especially when people are living not much longer, right? <laughs> I like to exactly. keep money in my pocket. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Sorry, and I interrupted you. No, that's okay. <clears throat> so, so, um, so, you, how was the switching over? How? Tell me your experience in, in trying to install Linux on your first laptop. Oh, that was it. Was when I look back on it now, it's so funny. I really didn't understand basic, basic instructions they were trying to tell me on how to do it. I kept feeling like I was missing something in the instructions, like to flash this to a, you know, to this operating system to a flash stick and then, or, you know, and then I, it just wasn't clicking for me how to do that. I do part of the steps and then I'd get stuck. But finally, I kept I kept looking. There's so many, so many YouTube videos, so many uh, websites you can go to to look. When you start knowing what you're looking for, you can see, okay, here's somebody that did it this way. Here's somebody actually showing you how to do it here. Ah, I think I can follow that example right there. And um, it was within a week of hearing... JP for the first time that I dove in and said, I'm going to do this. I want to get this done. So I um, got a computer out and I did get Ubuntu onto a, a flash drive and I had no problems. It went like a breeze once really? I got once I yes absolutely I did had you not no have trouble. to deal with the bios and stuff nope I didn't have to do with bios there was this was wasn't it had been uh windows 97 or okay so it was an, an older machine it was an older machine yeah so, so yeah as we always hear older is better in Linux systems I know and so that that went beautifully and I'm I, um, oh. within two weeks, I grabbed the other the other laptop and said, "Okay, let's go for this one." I think it was a to- it was a, I had an HP, a Toshiba, and a Dell, which were all good old computers that we They're still working. Yeah, and now and then they they became workable. So my husband, I, I made one up for him. Here's your Ubuntu computer. He wanted to try it. So he's not wanting to learn the programming, but he was wanting to learn and to have the new environment to work in. So he began using that while he was still using his Windows machine. And we both got more and more, I had still at that point, I had a MacBook Pro that I was using. And this Linux, that old machine became my happy place because I knew nobody was spying on me. I knew what it was doing. I knew I could um, 
get down whatever software I wanted. The whole Ubuntu came with a lot of software already installed. And um, so, yeah, I just, I had a lot of fun. It was like three weeks later, at the most three weeks later, that I decided I want my phone to be not an Apple phone anymore. So I had heard some YouTube videos. um, I think it was Will, somebody, anyway, some of the admins recommended or had uh, shared some information or a post from Rob Braxman. And he had, he was de-Googling phones and had pixels. And so I said, well, you know what? I'm not ready to do that myself, but since he's selling them, I'm going to buy one. And I checked with my husband. He said, go for it. And so I got my own, um, my own Pixel 4 from him that had Lineage operating system, which is a Linux operating system. It's de-Googled. And... I used it for about a week and a half until I could get it. I was just on Wi-Fi with it before I got it onto my new phone company because I was switching to Patriot Mobile also. And so I it was so funny. This has got to be crazy that I, I was using that phone on Wi-Fi in the new environment for about a week and then I thought, had this thought, it felt so comfortable that I thought, oh no, was I supposed to, was I supposed to take, you know, do something? This feels like I'm in my old environment. It feels so comfortable. I must have done something wrong. I must still be in the old environment. <laughs> oh my and, God. I, yeah. Like the, you know, like the, what do you call it? the something syndrome like you've been holding you've been holding you have been hold like you have been a hostage and you don't know how to not yeah. be yeah and I felt so so we have loved we have loved our lineage operating system on our pixel phones we've just adapted to it we did we've done I was able to find everything that I needed to be able to put on so, my phone I have a question on that. Have you, because sometimes like when we need to deposit uh, checks and stuff, you have to have a mobile app. Mm-hmm. And and so did you, all the bank app that were you able to find that? And were you able yep. to use it like when you were I had, on iPhone? I had Bank of America until I, I think I still have my Bank of America, but we don't hardly use it anymore. But okay, it, so I was, uh, I was able to get my, down, my app down on that or, or connect with them online. Sometimes I had to turn off my VPN. To oh, connect yeah, to, it, it, uh, that problem is. The same problem would be yeah. on desktop. Anyway. Just that was only with Bank of America, but with yeah. my STCU, I have have my app down. Everything works fine on my phone. I can make mobile deposits. I can we we do all our banking, all our 
tracking electronically through an, a little application called YNAB, Y-N-A-B, You Need a Budget. They oh. make their software for Macintosh, for Windows, and for Linux. So it was no problem to get it for that, too. So I was very happy. Yeah, and so I I am a very late smartphone user. Like if there's a flip phone, I probably still have it. <laughs> we we used our flip phone so long before we flipped to before we got rid of it. When we came in to change over to, I think we went to an iPhone. I think I can't remember. Yeah, it, it's we went to Android. It might have been friendly. Android, but it was it was a smartphone anyway. Um. They brought the whole, oh, come here, you got to look at this. It was so such old technology. Everybody wanted to open it up and look at it and say, we haven't seen one of these for years. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really would like to keep that because I yeah. just, I'm not that kind of person who needs to be online every, everywhere yeah. I go. Yeah. So Well, and when you hear from people like, Richard Stallman that he still doesn't have a cell phone. He doesn't carry a cell phone at all. And he's he's important. The GNU, he's the GNU guy, you know. Yeah, well, I people, mean, good people want to talk to him all the time, I'm sure. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I like to have the so, options, other right. options. Yeah. I, I and it just I wanna tell you that how how I wish I had your laptop because my experience was completely horrifying what now what kind of a machine were you working on so so i had a 20 2018 uh acer chromebook oh my it, it was about to die i can feel it because the screen screen uh saver uh, how do i say that sleep that's coming out of sleep it wouldn't the right, uh, backlight right. won't turn on and I'm kind of like, oh my god! And so I, um, I actually uh, joined Jeff Jeffrey's uh, Telegram channel because of technology. I really didn't. It you know the other stuff he mentioned, I really wasn't right. interested. I just I mm -hmm. just want to hear about technology right. exactly. And and he. <laughs> He mentioned how how nice it would be for old machine to come alive again. I know. I, yeah. So so that that laptop is like a, a you know in case I need to travel kind of thing. Uh -huh, uh -huh. So and so it was cheap too. <clears throat> so I actually figure that's a the machine that I would sacrifice. <laughs> yeah. So I, yeah. I tried, and it was so hard. Nobody yeah. has a consistent, like, the thing was. Well, yeah, I think the older, I think mm -hmm. mine, 26, if it's five to 10 years old, yeah, you're better off, which yours is close, but the Chromebook Not adds enough. a Google, Google aspect that I don't, I know that I've seen people do Chromebooks, and but the Acer, it, did it have secure boot in it? 
it, yeah, I think that's what they call it. Um, but and I, that, that well, is, a, I have been wrestling with that like three different times so far. And after I did those first ones that were so easy, when I got to working, <laughs> do, trying on the newer computers was a challenge, but I had I a, a great deal more confidence that I could win if I didn't give up. And I always have won. So and, far. And yeah, the, the thing that bothered me about the instruction we found online, mm-hmm. they're not really helpful for newbies, especially newbies. Uh, I know. A computer. I, well, you know. when, you, when you think about how many years there's been so few newbies, the fact that there were so many of us newbies all at once is very 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 unusual yeah but it's it's great um because i figure out uh i actually went through the whole process and i finally figure out what i needed to do good for and you so i wrote something about it and then somebody good for you. yeah and then and i feel like it's almost you you can't just put out a general i mean it's helpful to have a general mm-hmm. instruction but you mm-hmm. almost have to put out machine specific specific mm-hmm. instruction, and and when I did that, lots of people enjoyed it. Like that's I, I see that's people true. Visiting that page, yeah, that's true. That's so good. I know you gotta that explain it when I yeah when I mentioned food. the the concept of people assuming knowledge in the instructions that I could find, Will Welker came on, at least I remember him replying to me saying he remembered that in his beginnings. And he said he would just keep looking and keep looking, keep listening to different people presenting the same topic out there until he found somebody that explained it like he needed to hear it. And then he said it didn't matter if they had an Indian accent or a, you know, it didn't really matter what accent they had, but it was more, how do they think? How are they thinking? Are they thinking and explaining it in a way that makes sense to me with my knowledge level? Yeah. And so he just encouraged me in that to just keep, just keep poking around till you find somebody that explains it. Somebody will explain yeah, well, it I more clearly clicked. i that's why yeah. i took time to write everything down i even i even start over like i went back to the um chrome os and then start over just so i can write the instruction for people yep. who are in my same situation i know? remember in those beginning days i often would think i had broken it when i really probably hadn't and i would say okay I'm done. I'm just going to start fresh again. So I'd wipe my whole computer out, start fresh with a fresh install of Ubuntu, probably seven times in the first couple months. <laughs> I, I, me too. I, I went through. And I learned a lot by tried. doing that. I, I could yeah. say I probably could help almost anybody doing at least the machines that I utilized. Right. I could help anybody install ubuntu on their machines on those kind of machines i have a great confidence in it because i've done it so many times (laughs) (laughs) 
so did you did you go through like when I so on my laptop I just I the first one I used was mint and uh mint I think it's cinnamon and then I didn't know about the difference between between distro and uh, yeah. environment. It's so confusing when they start talking about it. I was like, what the heck are you talking about? And then <laughs> and then and then when so once I got you know, it's a cheap small machine, so it can't really it doesn't run well with mint for mm-hmm. me. I don't mm-hmm. know what other people think. Right. But, um so I I started changing it to so I tried it so what the pop didn't work very well on it so I had to I eventually landed on Zorin um but the the Zorin Zorin some it has some weird thing like one time it updated my core and all my audio stopped working so I had to go back Mm. I have to go back I'm so glad I kept the original installation yep uh, USB Yep. And so some of the, these have need some of the distros need more uh care and feeding as far as how you put the um drivers in, what drivers it needs. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes it seems like sometimes when they do an update on it's certain of the distros, it can break. And yeah. it's not totally broken. It's just one piece might break because now you have to go find the driver that goes with that. And I did not like that part of it. I wanted something that was going to be really straightforward. And Ubuntu on those older machines was totally straightforward. And I always could use it that way. So that was my go-to. So, so... Yeah, so the so you, you, did you not do a lot of distro hopping or I did not. I I I got a couple of them. I I want to try Zorin. Um I did try Mint back in the early early days. Um you do have I, to start somewhere just so you right, get Right. Right. But I really it. found I really found that I wanted to get solid on something. So Ubuntu, the the community is the largest of all. So the information out there is most you can get them of all the distros. It's the the has the lion's share of all the people that are out there on Linux. Um, a greater p- percentage of them are on Ubuntu. And so, so I, you I, go ahead. So you would have a lot of information to draw from when I was looking for information, which was kind of that's where I was at in the beginning is I'm always looking for information. Well, in the Ubuntu realm, you have it overflowing. It's like a waterfall of information out there that you can find. So it's, and, it's probably easiest for newbies. If it works for you. See, um, you probably, although, did Ubuntu work on your Acer Chromebook? Um, I didn't. So, so my story is when I, I switch over from Mac. And mm-hmm. you know how Mac is so pretty and you right. know, and so yeah. so I'm so used to it. And I so know. it was hard to switch to... Yeah. 
Ubuntu because well, first of all, Mint yeah. is so busy. I can't handle it. This is the, uh-huh. the I I don't like it. So I keep switching. So Zorin is more Mac like. And uh, for my main computer, I ended up with Pop OS, and um, that was, you know, I just like how the screen is not complicated. And yes, so I, I did love, I distro yeah. everything. I distro hop everything I could find at the time. That's <laughs> that's Debian. Yeah. Um, so all my old laptops are still Ubuntu. But all my new machines, my Acer computer, the new laptop, and the um, Microsoft Surface Go 3 are all on Pop. I love Pop. I don't know if it's because my machine is too old for Pop. I have weird problem. With I don't Pop. know. Um, the 20... So I had the 21 when I started and it was, it, it, most stuff works. And mm-hmm. the problem, I have two main problems. The first one is some site will come up blank. There's no text, text, you know, when I check the HTML, the information is there, but it's not showing up when hmm. I look at it in the graphical side. Yeah. So and then the other one is I don't have much control of my um tablet, not the iPad tablet, but the things graphic designer mm-hmm. uses. Oh yeah. And yeah. So it was it's you know, I can't do anything with it. And, right. and that bothered me a lot. And you know, I have to be careful when I <laughs> when I type because then my arm would be on my tablet and they'll react and it's like, oh no, <laughs> it's painful. So so you know how right. how Ubuntu went from twenty to twenty two. Right. And so I and Pop also upgraded at the time. Right. Like, oh maybe upgrading it would work. And that upgrade was way easier than I thought. I thought that big Upgrade was going to be a pain. No, it's, it was like nothing. It's it's like upgrading the Mac. Yep, that was great. But the thing is, my problem still existed. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Like, okay. I I finally gave up. I'm like, I need a machine that I I don't have to be uh-huh. careful on. And so, and just I brought it up just so people would know right. that it is not like a Mac. It's not, I'm right. not going to talk about window because Mac is more contained and in right. less trouble, you know, and so it's easier to, to, yeah. to use and to, and you don't have to solve things. So, but right. when you move over to Linux, you would be, you would run into weird little problems. Now, have you tried doing a virtual machine with a my, Mac my, and, Macintosh inside your, you can't you couldn't do it well my machine is too old for the latest ah, yeah yeah vm so I but got okay. my i got my i have on my acer 3 in 1 which is a 2020 machine i believe yeah um it um on that one i was able to get um vmware up and running 
and I had Windows 10 up and running on it, and I had a sandbox actually fully functioning on my Linux computer with here's my Windows desktop and here's my Linux desktop, and I could choose either one, and it was perfect. And I know um, people do it with Macintosh also. So if you could have your Macintosh, you might have to get a newer machine ultimately or find a newer, you know, no, I, uh, I just technology. Figured. But then if you could have your Mac in a sandbox where it's not open to the outside world, then you can do everything you could do on Mac. You can still use all your software. I actually haven't, I have to remind myself to, I do a boot Mac, mm-hmm. but I have to remind myself to go back there. I mean, I haven't, Yeah, <laughs> I, just, I don't I need it anymore. But um, if you're right. But the thing is with, I I found out something interesting. So when I upgraded with uh, Pop and you know how there is a, a, all you have to do is click buttons in the setting from Pop. And so, but after that, I'm like, okay, I still get the same bugs. So I'm like, okay, well, why don't I try a fresh install? And so, um, so I did, and it's still there. So I'm like, okay, I give up. I'm not going to fiddle with this. I'm just going to go with straight Ubuntu. Because now, the new, I heard right. the, the 22.04, it's like, it's cool. It's easy. Yeah. yeah. So I did, and it, it nice. was easy. It's and doing I know good. I, but the, it, you know, I found something. You know, all these reinstalling, really, every time you do something, you learn something. Yes, so, absolutely. <laughs> right? So I copy. So what I heard is in Ubuntu, like if you have the Debian base or Ubuntu base, that's just to be safer. Uh, right. Uh, distribution. You all you have to do is copy the the home, the home drive, or home directory, and and install the new one, and put it back. Interesting. And, and you just put up all your, you just get all your software loaded back on. And it works, and it really does work that way. So when I switch to when I did fresh install in Ubuntu, the same problem existed. So it's something in my home drive, home directory is really it's it's left over from days. That's and not you know I found that some of the things like I used on Pop, I was using. Um, um, VS Codium as a as an editor to work with Mosh Hamadani, you know, we, he's a content creator that has done a lot of the videos that we really enjoyed in our classes. And so I got started looking at what he was doing and he has some tutorials. So I was wanting to work with him. Well, he works on Macintosh in VS code. And so in order to follow along and actually do everything that he was doing, I had to um, easier had to learn that. Well, VS Codium is the free version of VS Code. Okay. And you can install it right from the Pop Store, but it uh-huh. wasn't functioning the way I wanted it to. So I actually wound up going all the way back to the Git 
page where oh, VS wow. Codium is and I scrolled down and the guy that there's a guy that says, here's the record, here's how I would recommend you install it. And I went through and installed it the way he I went through every step, the way he said on the Git page It's down at the bottom, you know, down after you get through the stuff that looks like that's all Greek to me. (laughs) And then I get to the bottom, you know, and there's a, a, yeah, a document that I can read. And um, when I did that last install, it solved a lot of my VS Codeian problems that I was having that I kept, I kept uninstalling and reinstalling it. I was trying to do it. It was just, even though it's supposedly a flat pack out of the pop store, but something was different. So I was really, there are little, little pieces like that, that you have to work through and find your solution, find where your problem is. And then you just keep going at it and you'll find the answer. Well, I actually did solve that problem. I, I did fresh install but Good. I did not copy my home drive because uh-huh. I didn't. A, I didn't do a backup. I did a direct copying. Yep. So I can just extract things over. Like right. I moved things one by one per per right, application, right. and it, it's now perfect. It, everything works. My oh, not, no blank web pages anymore. See, yeah, and you have the tablet works better too. And this is so good for our brains. This is much better than a Sudoku puzzle. <laughs> well, and and I think there's it is. A, it's so fun. <laughs> it, it takes some pers- it, I you know I talk to you and I talk to other classmates, uh, mm-hmm. and it seems like it needs certain personality. <laughs> I, yeah. You do have to come to a place where you're wanting it. it it's not, the most important thing is not, it has to be convenient. If it has to be convenient, then Linux isn't going to really work for you. It's not going to feel as convenient as. Actually it, it start it's, Oh, um, how do I say that? So pop kind of felt that way, like not completely like I, I'm afraid something would go wrong. Right. And so when <laughs> when I switch over to I've been on the Ubuntu twenty two point oh four for a few months now. Two months now. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's like without I, a glitch. I don't yeah. have to I, I find glitch and that's because you know, it's like once I set things up when mm-hmm. when I you know, debugged all this stuff. And it's now running very, like, I don't worry anymore. Oh, right. Absolutely. But it's getting through that first couple of months, the very first couple of months. If people say, well, this is too hard. I just, I don't want to, I don't want to learn all this. And it really, once you learn it, it, it feels like second nature. You don't even think about it. It's like other ones. Yeah, absolutely. Totally. one thing that I noticed myself doing that I have to change my mindset, it's like you <laughs> stop expecting things to work the same. Just, just <laughs> tell yourself you're yeah. learning a new new software, new desktop. Yeah. It's like you're getting a new brand new computer and, mm-hmm. and start over. And lots of concepts. You actually would be surprised how 
what you knew translates like you know there's right. also a setting exactly um you know and there's where you do all your adjustment on your your software and hardware and and there's also a actually there's an app store that i don't think people i haven't huh let me think about this when in the old days there's no app store in on mac or pc but newer Mac has App Store. You could go and search for things, search out there somewhere, and you, install I, I think, things yeah, on I your think, machine. But it was, yeah, it's it was a different. You gotta world. look for it. Yeah. So our, our stores. Uh, that was one of the parts that I would like to have had more clearly more clearly and more basically explained all the different ways you can get, you get your software. To software. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because oh, when we first started, I'm you still just learning. Like, but... app install. Sudo, sudo right. app install. And you're like, you know, for newbie, you just kind of have to trust what you're seeing and just plug it in and let it run and see what it does. <laughs> That's that I learned that from, from I loved learning that from Vasilios. He, he said, "Well, just you gotta you go sudo apt update, and and super sudo apt upgrade dash y, and then <laughs> go for that. Get that in, and then <laughs> you're good to go. You know, before you do any, before you a- install anything else, you always want to do that so that." All of your existing programs have any the latest, the latest fixes yeah. that might have come in to fix a little, you know, maybe a problem you didn't even have, but it's all a part of those programs being all up to date. And it's so easy. When I taught my, when I gave my husband his computer, I said, You have two jobs to do. I want you to learn the command line just a little bit just a tiny bit. You just need to do it a little bit. So here I want you to do sudo app update, sudo app upgrade every morning when you when you log on or when you turn your computer on or when you wake your computer up, just go to the command line and do that. And then make sure that you go to our VPN and say, give me NordVPN status and see that, make sure that you're connected. And and those things we did from the command line, but I, uh, most everything you don't even have to do the command line. But I've just tried and tried to, you know. In in so I in, have my own, uh, I made my own VPN, and oh, good for you! I'm still wanting to get that done. <laughs> yeah, I think you you wouldn't have problem. Uh, you only because you had problem only because of that the your servers. I think so. Yeah. I but think so. I've is, learned since. I learned something. So when I was distro hopping, I found out at some distro, you, you the network connection would give you like, oh, would like automatic connection to your VPN. And so when I did other ones, like Pop didn't have that, you know, because we don't, mm-hmm. we're newbies. We don't know mm-hmm. <laughs> what's mm-hmm. out there. <laughs> so... 
I in so in our for in the form in forms.jeff.pro, mm-hmm. somebody asked about getting connected, having trouble, and somebody wrote a a command line, and I'm I was so curious. I just put it in my terminal. And that's the thing I've been looking for: automatic oh, connection to oh, the VPN. Yes, yes, yes. I and love that. My my VPN that I have. I when I got it, it was before I even met. I was like three months before I heard of Linux. Jeffrey Peterson, and so I before I was in any of this stuff, I signed up for a two year contract with NordVPN. Yeah, and they have the ability to set it to auto auto connect and I can choose what city I want to be in too. Right. Which is kind of nice. I can say, put, make it look like I'm in Dallas or make it look like I'm in Florida or make it look like I'm wherever, you know? Yeah. And, um, yeah. So, but, so, but when you do that from, you know, your own VPN, you don't have that choice for some reason but you know because oh, i bet you we i bet you we can figure it out I bet yeah you but then there's an easier way now i mean if you were on if you were on ubuntu 22 i think there's something called advanced network something something you can oh. find it in in the app and, and since that's what pop is based on i'm pretty sure it's available on pop yeah. now too so, so yeah. that I'll have to look. I'll have to check. I don't that. know. I think that command line will bring something up that you will see what I'm talking about. Very um, fun. If you want that, um, I'll, I'll point you to the link. Yes, uh, please do. Where. And so, so just, you know, listen to us. We're like, I am, I guess I would call myself a, probably a nine month newbie. Yeah, I think and I'm getting close to the. I know. I haven't I done anything. Let's see. How do I say that? My actual, my actual life on on Linux is started in January 2022. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, you know, I could. I'm six to nine month newbie. See, I began full on running hard after it in September, last okay. September, September, 2021. I did Linux all the fall. And then I have been going pretty much full-time student level Python programming since January. Mm-hmm. So, I love it. so just, just listen to us. We're, we're not even one year old. I know, I know, and we're talking, we're talking. Oh, come in line, all that, you know. It's it's amazing. This conversation, yeah, it would have gone over our heads when we were in the beginning. <laughs> I know, and then so so in just you know, in case newbies hear this, and we don't really <laughs> care what spectrum you're from, you know, right. just try it out with an old computer that you don't care if exactly. you destroy. unless exactly. you take a sledgehammer to it, you really can't <laughs> kill it. And you can be amazed at how fast things come together, how fast you learn. It it is really good for your mind, and it is very logical. You know, it's 
Um, yeah, treat it like a hobby. Don't don't yeah, take it seriously. Yeah, yeah. Take your time too. And absolutely don't compare yourself with anybody else. Just compare you with you. That's the biggest. Just enjoy the ride and have fun with it. <laughs> you know, Diane, that's something we have to talk about next time when we. I would okay. like to. Talk about our Python learning thingy. Yeah, and, and I, it's actually a personal growth thing too. So、um, very good. We can talk about that. But、um, so so if you're so I guess a lot of time people are afraid that to be to like to how do I say that? It's like you're the new student in a new school. You know, and you're afraid、mm-hmm. that people will laugh at you for not knowing things. And so, if you're, if so, the the thing I found about、um, forums. dot jeff. dot pro, it's a very friendly. It's like, I think so. You can ask anything. Not nobody. Yeah. <laughs> But I, I do mean, recommend searching first, though, <laughs> before asking questions. <laughs> I know. But you know the what you think of as stupid questions, newbie questions are not stupid. They're very, they're it, we were、That's、all there. We were all there at one point. Even you know, everybody had to ask those kind of questions at some point, and so we all know where you're coming from. Yeah, we we and, we know you. <laughs> we know. We know. I know, and and. Yeah, yeah. So whoever listened to this, you know, just dig out an old computer. It might save you some money if you need if you、That's、need a working machine that you you're currently having some kind of issue with updating,、mm-hmm. like you don't have the money, or you you know, or you, but、right. you need a computer. You know,、right. find find an old one and do something with it, like Diane did. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And you know what else happened today was the very first time somebody、right. approached me and said, "Diane, would you tutor me a little bit? I have been waiting to have somebody ask me." <laughs> I've、I'm、been using Linux. All my friends, I've been talking. Yeah, one of the, actually one of the students in our classes came to me and said, "Could I meet with you and just go through a lesson with you?" You know, and and we、just、had such a we had such a good time, and we reviewed through some things, just making sure I know that she's going to be able to get it, and it's just it's just fun to work together. I I think it's a great thing. So you never know. There's lots of people that are very happy to help here. Yeah, and so I don't know if you heard my other episode. My my very first guest is a computer tutor. No, I haven't yet. I haven't had a chance to listen to those. That's、I'm、okay. I'm just saying、yeah. that it's such, there's such a career out there. <laughs> if、yeah. anybody else is interested in in having. A new career that would be an option.、Uh, a lot of people, when they hear what I'm doing, they roll their eyes. They say, "Oh, I don't want to do that." <laughs> but, but I say, "Well, just keep it in mind because you may find a time when you think, you know, I really want to still keep my five-year-old computer, but I can't update it 
if I update it to this next level of the software, it won't run anymore. So, and that's where Linux can come in and save the day. Really? Yeah, I, I, my machines are all old and it's running very nicely. I yeah, hardly, absolutely. So it, it, and you know, don't have to pay for anything. <laughs> I know, I know. That's what I tell people when I say, and it's all free. All the software. You try this distro, you don't like it. You get rid of it. It didn't cost you anything. You try a new one. Oh, I don't like that one's better, but it's not quite what I'm looking for. Get that one off and try another one. All the software is free. I mean, there are some things you can pay for, but it's kind it's of up the, to you. I mean, usually yeah. you can find something. If you're not like so specialized, I think you can always, right. almost always find something. And I was really, really happy that the, I know there are a couple of them, but LibreOffice was the one that I tried. And everything that I wanted, I've wanted to do in Word or in their PowerPoint version or in their Excel version, I've been able to do everything that I could do in Microsoft product. And I don't have yeah. to pay, I don't have to pay anything. Yeah. And then there are other options. If you want to stay right. more Microsoft, there's, I think, open office. It's more uh, like, open office. Yep. Yeah. But this so, is so close. Even LibreOffice is so close to, cause I was years and years and years. I've been Microsoft office since, since the beginning. So, yeah. So, so it's, so, yeah, just, we're, we're, we're you know, it's just have to, like I said, it takes cer certain people. Like we just, I, people with <laughs> tenacity <laughs> to to stick this out. And it's like, I don't, I, I'm not going to spend $8,000 on my yeah. next set of yep. digital tools. Nope. And so $8,000 is totally worth the work. <laughs> takes yeah there's there comes a point when you have something that motivates you enough to say hey it's worth it it's worth it i can do this <laughs> yeah so you know whatever reasons you have and you know just if nothing else for for try it for a hobby <laughs> it's really interesting if and, nothing and, else people like to listen to me at least for a little bit because i am so happy about it i'm so excited about it they if nothing else they walk away with saying well you certainly are excited about what you're doing I said really <laughs> am <laughs> so maybe we should be you should be uh, Miss Linux boss <laughs> I don't know <laughs> I have so much fun I'm so grateful for Jeffrey Peterson and all the admins and all the students everybody this has been an amazing journey so far. I'm really uh, not regretting a moment of it, and I'm just so happy that I found it. Me too. I, I, yeah. I just, how do I say that? Finding a place to play, I think. <laughs> it, it's, it was hard for me. I can't have a hobby that doesn't produce anything useful. So, very good. Very so good. this is a very useful hobby. It is. I and you're doing a great thing by getting 
using this method to get the word out, I think is great. More people. Go ahead. More people will hear about it, the better. I, I hope so. Just, just if nothing else, just an option to consider. You see, my sister wasn't even interested in this, but she thought I would be. So even somebody else who might have might come across and listen to you say, well, that's not for me, but I think I'm going to pass it along to my friend because I think she'd be interested. <laughs> However it gets out there, it's a good thing. Yeah, and, and the best thing is I get to have fun talking to people. Uh-huh. <laughs> you are very fun to talk to. Thank you. So um, why don't we save? I know we have a lot to talk to, to each other about. Yeah, <laughs> so let's, let's just we'll, save it we'll, for next time. Sounds good. And so uh, I'll just say goodbye for now. And thank you. Very good. Thank you so much for having me. I Thank you. <laughs> This has been Green Fossible. Thank you for listening. Your host, I, signing off. <laughs>